Thanks for listening to the Camel Call podcast, featuring conversations of former players, coaches, and staff for the Fighting Camels. I'm your host, Evan Budrovich. On this episode, we sit down with Cameron Bryant, the starting quarterback for the Camels back in 2015. He started his career at App State, then transferred to Campbell for his graduate season. Cam has a unique perspective. He got to both play in Barker Lane Stadium and compete against the Camels. Bryant now works at New York Life Insurance and five years removed from his days on the football field is making a name for himself in the insurance business. We also touch on some real life topics, including how college football and the collegiate landscape in general help prepare Cam and create a diversity and understanding of different cultures coming together in that collegiate landscape. So we hope you enjoy this conversation. One, to touch on some famous moments with his days at the Camels in 2015. Two, his maturity and understanding of the quarterback position and leadership kind of from day one. But most importantly, the real life subjects we touch on in this conversation and what makes college sports so important. I think it's a big part of what we talk about. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast with Cam Bryant. We're excited to have one of the smartest players in Campbell football history, a, a program that's about 12 or 13 years old, so I'll say it in that context. But Cam Bryant, a uh, former quarterback in 2015 and, and now a graduate of Campbell, obviously. And Cam, we want to thank you for, for coming on this podcast first and foremost. What is it like just, first of all, thinking about five years removed from playing college football and your thoughts on, on being a college athlete both at, at App State and Campbell? Yeah, and thank you, thank you guys for having me. Um, you know, love, you know, love the opportunity to be here and talk a little about Campbell and kind of my journey. Um, but you know, you talk about five years. Um, it's just, uh, I think, it's just you. You look back and you realize some of those lessons that you know football teaches you. Um, that you know, sometimes when you're in them, it's more frustrating um, than you know. You know, people tell you, you know, you, you're going to learn from this. You'll be better from it. But you know, just on that, you know, that 12th or 14th gaster that someone you're blowing that whistle in your ear and telling you you'll be better for, it's just hard to understand, um, you know, when you're 20, 21 years old. Um, but, you know, in the real world now and, and, and those things, and um, it, it, it's great and greatly impacted my life. Um, I think it helped me a lot um, as far as, you know, determination, understanding things aren't easy, right, you know, and how to, you know, overcome adversity. So I think it's been a great teacher, uh, for me and, and specifically in my career, but I think for anyone, you know, just being a college athlete and the adversity, the, the camaraderie, the relationships you build there, um, you know, it's, it's one of the one of the best places, you know, to be in the world, uh, I think, um, you know, is to be in that locker room, you know, with your, you know, your friends, um, the people you play with and, you know, blood, sweat and tears with. So um, it's definitely impacted me. You know, it's crazy to say that or right, that it's been, you know, five years Um but you know, it's really impacted me, um, and, and you know, couldn't be happier that I you know decided you know to play college football and the opportunities you know both at App and Campbell. Cam, I'm always curious because we talked about this when you first came to Campbell, but obviously when you graduated from App State, you had a year of eligibility left and different options out there as a quarterback of where you wanted to play. I'm, I'm curious how much of it being someone from Cary and kind of grew up in this area, was it coming home to play at Campbell and how much was just the opportunity to, to play with Mike Minner and, and be a part of that to help, to help decide your decision? Yeah. So and one, I, I want to say, you know, first it was about, you know, um, you know, cause I am from Fayetteville um, and, and grew up, you know, and, and went to, moved to Cary in middle school. So it was kind of that I was right in the middle. Right. So my mom is in, you know, was in the Cary area. My dad was in uh, Fayetteville. So that definitely played a part, in, you know, and my family in general. So being kind of right, you know, in the middle of those two places was, was a big thing for me. 
um, and that meant a lot. And and then obviously Greg Milhouse, the relationship there um, with him, you know, coming from App as well, um, that was you know another big thing. But of course, and it was Coach Menner, right? That you know the name alone, um, coming on my visit and, and getting to sit down and talk to him, and and uh, just seeing his passion for for Campbell. Uh, football in, in, in general, and also just kind of me, you know, as a man, right, and, and, and just trying to, you know, really be a support system for me. Um, so, you know, you, you put all those things together, like I said, you know, a, a friend I knew um, already, you know, being back in the area, and then um, Coach Minner and, and the football and, and, the, and what he saw um, as the vision for Campbell, and then, of course, you know, the school itself, right, you know, I was, you know, I did a year of my MBA there, um, and that meant a lot. Um, there was a, some other programs I had looked at at the time. Um, the some were, you know, maybe dealing with accreditation issues, or um, you know, maybe not, you know, the best fit. So, you know, when you, all those things wrapped came together, um, and, and it, was, it was it was a great time for me um, and a great learning experience. So, you know, like I said, you know, when I was making the decision, Coach Minner, um, and you know, did, you know, I think did a great job of. of, of showing me, you know, what could be, um, and then kind of, you know, talking about, you know, how we could build, um, start building the future uh, that he, you know, that he saw. Cam, I'm glad you mentioned the Greg Milhouse stuff, because if you look back at his old pictures at App State, he had the golden stripe in his hair, and, and he was all in and invested <laughs> in the App State black and gold, and of course, he was really great at Campbell, too, an all-PFL right. player, and, and one of the best D linemen I'd seen, but how about the fact that both him and, and Ronald Blair, who of course, is now doing great things with the 49ers, and, and Greg got a, a sniff with the Giants in a training camp and in the preseason. We're, we're together on the same defensive line with you at App State. Yeah, you you talk about, uh, you know, a practice, right, and the, the practice that we had there I think is a really cool thing. I um, mean, you're kind of looking back at just those guys um, specifically, like you said, you know, I'm, you know, a backup quarterback at the time, I'm trying to, you know, earn, earn a job. Right. And, and, and I'm going against, you know, uh, you know, Greg Milhouse on the second team, right. When you know, he's a, he's a younger than, you know, you're behind us. So going, I'm going against him on the second team, right. You know, trying to win that job. And then, you know, you always go one versus two. So it's like, okay, you get a break from Greg and now you go against the ones and okay, now, now here's Blair, now here's Blair on the other side. Right. So um, it, it definitely uh, was, it was great to play against the guys to compete. And I think I always talk about, you know, with, with Greg and, and especially you know, and Blair as well is just the work ethic. I think um, that's what, you know, you know, stood out. Those guys were, you know, were, were great players um, and it's, and it's because they worked. Right. So it was fun, you know, being able to, you know, compete against them. And, and like you said, that, that, uh, that Greg, I forgot about the yellow, the yellow pad. Uh, I got, I'm about to pick on him once I get off of the call. Um, but you know, it was great. You know, great to you know, you know, play against those guys, and you know, truly, uh, you know, credit to um, kind of that you know the App State staff on you know, you know, recruiting you know that caliber of guys, and you know, you know, right there at the same time. So you had a unique perspective because you came to Campbell in 2015 as a grad transfer, but the year before, you actually got some big time in the game when App played Campbell. Campbell drove up there mm-hmm. to Boone and got to play. What was it like kind of reflecting on it a year later and being with many of the guys that – and, you know, let's be frank, you played very well in that game. App was, was a much better team at a different level at that point of football. But just being able to play against a lot of those guys and then all of a sudden getting in the huddle and trying to cooperate with them in fall camp and things like that. 
Yeah, it was, um, it was, you know, it definitely wasn't anything I could have, you know, predicted, right? Uh, at the time when, you know, going out and playing and based on the circumstances that were going on out of that, and, you know, definitely wasn't anything I, I saw, you know, saw coming. But I think, you know, to, you know, one to Coach Manor and Coach, you know, Mariani at the time as well, um, and, and Greg, right, in my official visit uh, was, you know, it, it wasn't tough at all, right, to make that adjustment. You know, I don't, you know, wasn't any animosity or anything, you know, to that to that effect. So it was, um, you know, to be familiar with, um, you know, those guys a little bit. Um, it was, you know, just you know, just a little weird uh, to, you know, to flip the other, you know, to put on the, you know, be on the other side. Um, I think it would have been even, you know, a little more surreal um, if we, you know, we would have played app again, right? You know, if we went back up there on the other side. Now that would have been, you know, a very interesting, you know, time, but, you know, the guys on the team, you know, did a, you know, when you know, credit to them, right. You know, embrace me, um, you know, you know, with open arms and we kind of, you know, we talked about it as more so kind of an experience, right. Talking to, you know, th those guys asking me a little bit about the experience of, like you said, at that time at was, you know, much, you know, a bigger program. Right. Um, so a lot of shared experiences and just kind of bringing those experiences, um, you know, in conversation, but, um, it was, you know, an easy transition. I think, you know, I was as, I think I was just as excited as they were, um, you know, to get down to the creek. So it was, it was, it was a good, good transition. Um, and, you know, very, very uh, successful one. So Cam, you end up earning the starting job your final year and, and your first year at Campbell, and and that team so much talent all across, especially on the defensive side with all their national rankings and and offensively there were some big receivers, and, and you were part of that getting the ball out to people's hands, but. I think what people miss about that team is how many close games there were every week, and it was a five and six team that could have been nine and two at some points, and you know could have been two and nine on, the, on other points of the season. Did you ever get a chance to kind of reflect on that during the year and just kind of gauge how close it was in the PFL to maybe winning a Butler game or, or losing this game, and how different it could be all in the matter of a couple plays? Yeah, I remember you know we talked about it. And, you know, Greg was you know a roommate of mine and. You know, we all lived in you know the the infamous meadows, right? And uh, you know, Nick Drew, uh, Damian Boo, Turnage, you know, that our whole little crew, Moley, you know, uh, Millsap is there, uh, Dalton Dillon. So that you know, we we're all there. And and I, you know, I, I know this is going to be online. So if I forgot anybody, it's not on purpose. I promise. I just would be here all day naming everybody else in the meadows. But you guys know what I'm talking about. Um. So, but we definitely got to talk about that a lot. You know, you're we're a couple. Um, you know, a couple of plays away, like you said, from that season being a very different. And, you know, I think about San Diego, right? Uh, you know, the interception, you know, through um, in, in that game, right? And, and late in that game, you know, how that changes things. Uh, Moorhead State, that was, you know, another one. Um, you know, so I do remember Butler. I mean, that the Butler game was, you know, insane. We hopped out on them early. Um, and then just you know couldn't couldn't keep it going right. Um, to pull like back said, the, were, the curtain too yeah. on that Butler game, Cam. I had never been to the the Finkel or the Hinkle Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, but the steep walk to get from the locker room <laughs> to the field. I don't know how you guys didn't trip because I was wearing regular shoes and walking in you know slacks and a polo, and I felt uncomfortable just trying to yeah. go down this ninety degree steep to get to the field. <laughs> Yeah, it's a and you know I talk about sharing those experiences and um, if anyone has seen the tunnel at App, right? I, I had a lot of experience with walking down those hills. Uh, the, you know, the tunnel to App's practice, I mean, to App's field is a it's the same kind of same idea that the cement. Um, they are very slick, right? And 
you know, you talk about being in the mountains, you know, it's, it's snowing and, and sleet and all kind of things. So I had a little bit of a, some preparation for it. Right. But, you know, it definitely was, I never, obviously never been there myself either. Um, but you know, a, a, a treacherous walk, uh, you know, um, I don't know if it's done on purpose or not, but, uh, yeah, it was definitely like that game. I mean, it was, you know, a fun game nonetheless, even though, you know, we did couldn't pull it out. Um, but you know, like you said, you know, we were, if I went back and did that math, I mean, like we're probably, you know, 21 to, you know, 28 points away, you know, in total, you know, for the season, you know, from being, you know, that record being, like you said, nine and two, I think there are only a few games that, you know, really, um, that we, you know, we got really get, get beat up, um, and, you know, I, I say that now. And look, I, I'm thinking in my head. Actually, I don't know if that's true. I think, um, I don't know if we. I don't know if we lost the game by more than what a touchdown or, or ten points. Right? I'm, I'm actually pulling up my phone now. Yeah, here. Let um, me. So, uh, yeah. we'll do some research on the fly. So the PC game was ten, but remember there was yeah. a blocked extra point, and that turned into a safety. And, and you know that game could have been totally different. But yeah, t- mm-hmm. ten points. That's the you know, that's the most of any the whole season. Right. And, and so I think it was and that was a, a big thing that year, um, you know, with coming into a new system um, and, and, and obviously I'm not, you know, comparing at all. But if you kind of look at, you know, LSU, right, then when, you know, a transfer comes in, you know, that first year, um, you know, can be, you know, a, a bit of a transition. Right. Um, you know, um, so would have loved to have another, you know, another crack at that thing. And, you know, who knows, you know, what different, you know, I think that's, a, you know, you win some of those tighter games with some experience and, and repetition as well. So, um, you know, you look back on it, you, you know, you live and you learn, but definitely were some very close games in that year. Uh, and that led to a lot of conversations, you know, either during the season, or after the season about, you know, um, you know, one or two plays really changing a lot of different things. And again, when kind of going back to what I said, you know, it's kind of the beginning is, you know, that's the stuff you learn in life. Right. And, and, about the decisions and, and the you know, one the one choice the the doing this and not doing that or not doing something versus doing it you know the effect it has right and again those are the lessons that you know happen in between those lines but you know you you learn and build on those in life as well um, on just understanding that you know every you know every down every possession every day every week is is, is important um, especially when you're trying to you know you know complete some goal or or be successful you know just understanding that you know, step by, you know, every, you know, bit by bit, you know, um, is, is all so important um, to, you know, achieving something. Cam, I hate to harp on the tough losses, but another moment I, mm-hmm. I want to ask you about, because I think there was a lot of leadership and, and a lot of things that everyone learned on that trip was the San Diego game, like you mentioned, not only the epic highs of trying to beat one of the top dogs in the league, but like, like you had said, it came down to a final drive. You guys are knocking on the door to, to possibly score and go ahead. And, and just as you're managing the emotions of that, what did you learn from a leadership standpoint? And it really seemed like that group was very tight-knit on that trip because of the fact they were playing a, a great program and we hadn't won out in San Diego in quite some time and, and trying to do some incredible things. But just to be able to manage that emotion that, that whole weekend. Yeah, I think it was, you know, and I, someone, I think one of my friends, I was actually in a group chat a couple of days ago, it's the only time I've ever been to California, right? Um, so that that was pretty cool. Um, that that alone there, and like I said, I think it was, you know, for us at that point in time, it was, you know, the season was winding down, um, and I think we kind of knew, um, you know, just how good you know we we could have been, right? You know, we you know we had missed you know some so many opportunities, and I I think what kind of you know 
drew us very close during that trip was, you know, not wanting to miss another opportunity, right? And I think we, we did a great job um, with offensive and defense if you kind of look back at that game. Um, but I think it was really that, right? Knowing that, you know, for you know, a lot of us, it was going to be the last, you know, few you know times of playing uh, football, um, not even, you know, together. Um, so that was a big part. Um, and then, like you said, you know, knowing that they kind of had our number, right? I, I remember some of the guys and, you know, they had to kind of, you know, let me know about kind of the, the history with San Diego and, and those things. And, you know, wanted to really just finish strong. And, you know, it's one of those things where uh, being a spoiler, right? I think that was a part, a big part of it, right? Kind of taking out some of that, you know, the the letdown that we had during the year, you know, could we, you know, you know, put that on them now, right? Um, so it, it was a great trip. I actually, I know, I think, um, a good bit of my family, you know, flew out there as well. I, I mean, had maybe you know seven to ten family members that flew out. Um, so you know that was it was just a, it was a good experience. Um, you know, being able to I think we what did we go to San Diego to kind of do a walkthrough. So uh, San, uh, yeah, San Diego State, I believe. So it was just it was a great trip. Um, you know, you kind of felt like delivered like a professional, right? Um, and you know, and and not being you know hop on the bus and drive here and then come right back home, but you know, hanging out a little bit and those things. So. Um, it, was, it was a great trip, uh, you know, and wish we could have, you know, pulled that one out. Selfishly, as a, as a California native myself, I, I did enjoy <laughs> that trip for a bunch of reasons. You know, I would have loved to win yeah. the game too, but you, you jump on a charter flight, you get home, gosh, the next morning with the time change and everything. That was that was a neat couple of days. Um, yeah. Cam, I, I wanted to ask you as well because you, you had the perspective of, of playing at App State and at a program that was transitioning from FCS to, uh, to FBS football, and I know that kind of, completed its process once you were done but you also got to play at a program like Campbell that was in a similar process and kind of around the time you were finishing up there was the talks of going into the big south and and developing and growing and and I'm just curious in your short year what you learned and what you could appreciate from that standpoint of being at a couple of programs that were going through that process and maybe how that helps just in your life big picture of you know, learning the process of organization and, and being in the right position to succeed and, and those type of things. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, like you said, I hadn't really, you know, I don't think you're probably the, the first time I've really heard it put that way or really considered that, you know, was, you know, kind of that uh, bridge, right, um, for, you know, at, at both programs on, you know, during a, tra- you know, during a, a transition. Um, I think what it, you know, really, you know, my big takeaway and, and, and the thing I've learned from that is is just trying to lay uh, a foundation, um, whatever that is, and being part of, you know, some change um, and how to manage that. I think at, at that point in time, maybe that I realized, you know, what, you know, what all was going on and how important it was, probably not, but looking back on it now, I think it's been, you know, uh, intricate in my life and what I do now, right? And, you know, as being, you know, starting a career as kind of, you know, a small business owner and and kind of having to, you know, transition again from, you know, sports to real life. It was an interesting time, right? Just to to be there and be in that transition and kind of be, again, that that leader during those times was, you know, trying at times, right? And again, I think you take some of those things and you learn from it. But, you know, a big success as well. I think successes, you know, came from those being in both programs, um, and obviously, especially at Campbell, right? Uh, do it, did it necessarily end up exactly how we wanted to? No, and you know, again, that that's what life is, right? Is is not necessarily everything happening exactly the way you want it, right? So, um, I think you know, just taking those um, opportunities has you know allowed me to 
kind of build um, some, like I said, some perseverance and dealing with adversity um, because there are a lot of moving parts in the college program. And, and obviously as a quarterback, um, you know, you, you, you bear the brunt of those. So, um, you know, just taking those lessons and, and, and using them to, to kind of drive me and, you know, and, you know, as I call it adult life now, um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade, you know, those experiences um, for anything. So I do want to talk about quarterbacks because, that Campbell team in that 2015 year had a neat little package. And, you know, there was the, the Fleming cat and, and the <laughs> yeah. wild Flem, And, you know, there were a bunch of nicknames for it. But I, I was curious, just your thoughts on assessing Austin Fleming's play. He was a tight end at Campbell. He played quarterback in high school and a little bit in college uh, of his goal line packages and his ability to get a couple touchdowns here and there. Yeah, it was it was always fun to you know to see that package come in and and mainly because you knew it was coming and nothing you could do to stop it, right? Um, so I, I believe it was the Stetson game at one point. We I can't remember which, I can't remember the exact game. I remember there was it probably was multiple games. You know, we could we could run that package out there. You know, four times you know consecutively, right? There's nothing you could really do. Um, so it was good to see him get involved um, in other ways. I mean, it was it was such a talent. Um, you know, as, you know, as an athlete and as a pass catcher, but just a, a playmaker, right. You know, kind of one of those guys who was, um, didn't really need a position, just get on the ball. All right. So it was, it was always fun um, to see that and, and then to see the defenses try to adjust. Um, and he was, you know, and, uh, you know, wearing at uh, 15 and those things. So it, it was, it was a good wrinkle for us. Um, and, you know, and, you know, couldn't have, couldn't have, you know, was a perfect player, you know, for what we wanted to do, which is, you know, kind of, you know, a little bit of ground and pound and kind of give you, uh, you know, a mix up. And, you know, that year, you know, I dealt with, you know, some hamstring issues. So it was also a way to get me a, a break from having to run. Right. So, you know, I was glad to hand off some of that pounding from time to time. <laughs> no, I remember you bring up a great story, but at Stetson, I think you were heading out of bounds and all of a sudden your hammy had some issues. So then they had to put Fleming in the game real quick. And, and you're right. It, it's a couple tight ends. It's that Stanford football with, guys all in like the bear crawl stances the line of scrimmage it, it was just kind of neat to see from from our perspective and I know it's much more fun to watch you throw the ball but it, it was kind of cool to see it on that end too yeah Cam I, I want to talk to you as well because now as you talk about adult life as you will over the last five years you've taken some great steps with New York Life Insurance and and not only now in a leadership role but training and, and developing insurance agents and you know obviously spreading out your your company like you mentioned so what is it like, not only being a professional, but trying to be someone who people look up to for guidance and, and leadership? And how does that relate, if it does at all, maybe to what you were like as a quarterback all those years ago? Yeah, um, so it's been fun, like you said, uh, you know, starting off as an agent and have to, having to build something from, you know, build a business from scratch. Um, was you know was was tough um, and again I think you know that part of football was exactly what you know what you experience as a quarterback and, and any athlete right just the those ups and downs those days of you know not wanting to do it but having to right so and that part was, was was huge and I think as far as now where I'm at now as far as the like you said training and developing you know financial advisors and insurance agents um, kind of that that translates you know translating to football was was one, you know, being, you know, where you were in the quarterback room as you get older in the quarterback, um, in the quarterback room, you know, looking back and helping the younger guys and, and trying to mentor them. And I think the main thing with the biggest thing, you know, taken away from, you know, being, you know, in that leadership role and as a quarterback is just learning how to communicate with people, right. And, and what drives people, what motivates them. I think, 
you know, my dad has been a you know high school coach for years. And one thing he always taught me, you know, from you know, when I started playing quarterback, you know, seven years old was, you know, being, you know, a good leader, a good quarterback was getting the most out of people. And, you know, the thing is getting the most out of people, you can't get the most out of people all the same way, right? Everyone's motivated differently. Some people you can be harder on, some people you couldn't. Um, and I know, I know, for example, Greg, I used to give it to Greg, well, but I could, right? Because he could take it, right? So, the, you know, you know that dynamic and, you know, that's transitioned to life now, right? As, you know, as I deal with my agents here in, you know, Washington, D.C., you know, it is figuring out, you know, what's everyone's button, what gets them going, what drives them, what's important to you. Um, and that, you know, that directly translates, you know, from football and in that leadership role on, you know, giving everyone to do their 111, you know, to get us to, you know, wherever that ultimate goal is. And, you know, that's been a, a thing I've, you know, taken with me um, and, you know, and, and been able to use and been, you know, fairly successful uh, with. And like I said, couldn't, you know, couldn't have learned it, you know, much in a much better environment than, you know, college football and, and being a leader and a quarterback. My, my final question for you, Cam, and, and this is kind of a, a topic of the day and a topic of the week with, with so much going on in this world you know, in, in the aftermath of George Floyd and, and with all these peaceful protests going on. I, I'm just curious because we talk a lot about athletics, how unifying sports are, of bringing people from everywhere together, you know, West Coast, East Coast, different races, different backgrounds. As you're thinking about it in the, in the real world now, and, and a lot of the conversation is about education and, and listening and learning about different people's upbringings and understandings, what is that like as a player when you're going through it with the day-to-day of, of different people who you may or may not know before you get to a school, let's say, and, and all of a sudden you're rooming with kids from South Carolina and Alaska and, and you name it, and, and that process kind of all comes together as you're learning more about the kids and you kind of learn about their upbringing as well just by osmosis, if you will. Right. Yeah, I think, you know, the the, the true, you know, melting pot, right, <laughs> is a football team, right, from, you know, from whatever that is, from, you know, you come from, uh, I, I remember, you know, other, you know, teammates who accent so thick we could barely understand them, right? You're trying to make out what are you talking about, right? And, you know, you just couldn't understand, right? Um, and just coming from the, you know, different backgrounds, different um, socioeconomics and, and those things. And um, it definitely is, you know, when you look at the, the football locker room, um, it is an opportunity to learn so much there, um, right, from, from different people. Um, but I think, you know, it, it, it takes, uh, you know, coaching, you know, it takes leadership, leadership and, and those type of things to really bring those to the forefront. Right. I think it sometimes can be swept under the rug that um, because you're, you, you guys are all fighting for the same thing. You don't have those conversations. Right. Those those deeper conversations with people. And I think athletes nowadays with, you know, even, you know, I'm not you know, I'm not old at all. Right. But things have changed so much um, um, as far as, you know, the, you know, the, you know Twitter and those things. And if people really having real conversations now, I think, you know, I would love to, you know, see, you know, how the locker room dynamics have changed. Right. Sometimes I think those things, you know, back in the day were kind of maybe not talked about as much um, just for whatever reason. Um, and, and, you know, so to see, you know, I think I think that's definitely changed. You see what's going on with, you know, Florida State right now. Um, you know, most recently in the news and, and you know, guys really sitting down and having a conversation with each other. Um, I, I think that's one of the best places to have it, right, is in, in that football locker room um, because it is so or, or organic, right? It is so real because you guys are all there from, from different places, um, but you're all, you know, fighting for the same thing. And that's ultimately what, you know, we're trying to get this country to be as well, right, to, to understand the differences. But every, if everyone can do their 111, right, you know, even in the real world, if you can do your 111, and ultimately, we, we have a chance to, you know, to achieve that goal. So, you know, I think 
you know, the football locker room, again, you know, is that melting pot. Um, but, you know, it does take, you know, having leadership and people willing to have, you know, conversations with each other to learn, right? It's not enough just to know they're from Georgia, but, you know, you know where, where'd you come up? How were you brought? How do you, how do you think, right? I think having those conversations are, you know, are, are valuable, um, you know, um, both, especially now, and even, you know, when I was playing, I think, you know, we did have those type of conversations um, and, and really just learning about people um, and just, how, you know, how no matter how much we, we are uh, different and different upbringings, there, there are so many commonalities, right, and, and finding those, um, you know, through conversation uh, with each other. Um, is just is powerful um, and the football you know gives you an opportunity um, to do that um, in, in, a, in a great way and you know I think you know when I look back at the teams I played on um, you know having conversations with those guys both you know both then and now right you know just seeing the growth um, that, that we've all you know had individually um, is truly amazing and I, I think you know people that are, you know, around and surrounded by people that look and, and, and sound different than them. Like you, you, that's always a good thing, right? It's hard to find a negative um, in diversity um, in the football, you know, football locker room, you know, provides that um, like, you know, almost you know, not really anything else does um, in, in, you know, in the world um, as far as, you know, just true diversity, um, you know, across the team. So, uh, you know, th those things are, are, are always great and, and you know, diversity is one thing, but then it's just having the conversations and, and the real commitment to learning, um, you know, on about each other. Um, and is you know, the football locker room provides a great opportunity to do that for young men. That's what makes college athletics so neat, and that's across the board too. But football, obviously, a huge part of it. Cam, I, I appreciate the the perspective. Obviously, the maturity that you bring that was that was very evident when you walked on campus as a, as a grad senior, and and now in the the adult world, as you say, because it's certainly showing off. So. Thank you for joining us on the Camel Call podcast. No problem, Evan. Thank you uh, for having me. And, and obviously, thank you um, to Campbell as a university, Coach Minner and that staff. I'm wishing them nothing but success um, this season and, and you as well. You've uh, you know, embraced me as soon as I got there. And then we you know, always had a good relationship. So glad to see you You're still there and, and doing a great job. And I know Campbell um, uh, you know, is appreciative of you and just want to tell you thank you and continue the great work for the Camels. You know, it's definitely appreciated.